Hey, hey, and welcome to Spiritually Unashamed. My name is Layla. I'm Carls. I'm Z. And on this episode, we have a special guest with us. He is a pianist for our church. Some people know him, some people don't. He's also in charge of our social media and a bunch of other stuff. His name is Ricky. Good with you guys. And he's also Z's husband. All right. So I guess first starters, we would like to know how you guys first met. Um, Let's see if Ricky remembers. Yeah. So yeah, I do. I do remember. Um, I was born and grew up in El Salvador. And when I was around, I think eight or nine years old, I came to visit. I came to visit my cousins. And my cousins went to a church. And Z was the PK there, uh, pastor's kid. So um, I remember that I went for Christmas and that was the first time I saw this lady and she was nine years old. And so was I, so yeah, right? Yep, that's pretty much, yeah. Is that a, correct? <laughs> that's what I remember too. Um, cool. Yeah, when he came to visit. Um, so I do remember. Yeah, and then after that, like how many months later, like, I think it was like a year later. Like a year later. So then I was eight. Yeah. So then a year later, he came to like move with his parents. So yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So how did you guys start dating in that case? Like like you came to church, she was nine years old, and you laid your eyes on her. Did your heart just start to flutter? Or was it like gradually we became friends and then you know stuff happened yeah. i mean yeah because like we were young right so um there used to be like sunday school back then so we were in the same like class um and then it wasn't until like 12 13 i think that we were like i like you and then i like you you know so um but it was always like kind of like friends like how it is when you're like that age it's like that type of like crush and like you know yeah friends so yeah <laughs> you guys had like the like the best relationship growing up sorry for everyone listening you just wish you could meet your like husband at the age of nine okay like what by the by the time you guys got were married you literally already knew each other's fart smells okay because like if he farted you'd be like that's ricky <laughs> close by <laughs> no, just kidding no it wasn't like that <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm embarrassed don't say that <laughs> no but it was a pretty one yeah <laughs> that's cool well my next question for you guys is how did you know i guess for each other because i know maybe you guys have a different um like story but how did you know you were the one for each other like did you guys pray about it like was there something different in this person that you saw versus in your previous relationships even though technically you were nine <laughs> I would say, wait, so we can, like, we started, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, like, what, like, 16, 15? So then, yeah. If you know. I mean, officially, it was, like, when we were 17. Yeah, like, officially, like, because, you know, my parents, they didn't allow me to, like, have boyfriends or anything. Um, I want to say, like, legally, I wasn't allowed to have boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was like. But, um, so anything before that was, like, special friends or whatever. But anyway, um, yeah, it wasn't, like, official with my parents, like, approval and stuff like what 17 18 um so wait sorry I just, wanted, what was the I just wanted to give it that like that background that background the context. Yeah. 
but yeah so the, question, the question was how did you know she was the one like for each other like ricky for z and z for ricky so um i in my case like you said there's different versions from from each other because she she's the girl and the guy so i guess we see it from a different perspective so in my case i think the first thing that was for me is that um the way she took everything how can i say this in a timely manner and let me give you an example i was 15 and she wouldn't even let me hold her hand so i was like wow that's amazing that means that means the way she's with me that's how she is with other guys and i really like that and so I didn't didn't see it as she was putting me off. I, I saw it as I had to win her. And, and I thought it was pretty cool. And I think another thing is that I'm really uh, family oriented. So um, knowing that, that she wanted a family and obviously later down, down the road, um, I think that was something that I really liked as well. And, and her values, I, I wanted someone, a mother for my kids that had the same values as I do. So I think those are a couple of things. Um, and I know you said if I prayed about it and, and I wanted to say that this is my, my opinion and doesn't mean it's right or wrong, right? I, I believe that we make the choices. I, um, I think God has given us that free will that, you know, we, we got to live up to the choices that we make. So what I did do though, it was put, put everything in his plans and, uh, after we started dating and, and we were in college, we were talking about getting married, right? So we definitely put all of our plans in his hands and, and, and that's how it came to us being married, right? Yeah. To go off on that, because yeah. like we, we've talked about this before where, um, you know, God gives, gives you like the wisdom, like he gives you wisdom and he gives you like, hey, like these are the values you should be looking in like to someone right that could be your you know potential like how we said in the last podcast right um we always talked about how like it's our choice it's the individual's choice who you're gonna like end up with that's Mm -hmm. how you might see a relationship that maybe doesn't work out because you made a bad choice right it's not like god put you through that um so i think that that's kind of like where we agree on where really it's it's making sure that um the principles and the things that um we want to see in a partner align, right? So that there isn't that conflict and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, really like it's, it goes down to making sure you make the right choice. I know that's kind of like hard, but I think obviously praying is really important, you know, praying that, that you're going in the right direction. But also I find that sometimes, we'll, and I'm, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes like, you know, we'll say, or people say like, yeah, pray about it. But in the end you make your own choice. So, you know what I mean? So really you have to like, Pray that you have the wisdom to make the right choice, that you understand what the word is saying so that you make the right choice. That's how we kind of went about it. That's really, actually, I love the way that you guys put that because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's true. It's like you make the final decision. God's not going to make that decision for you. So it's up to you whether or not you will take that leap of faith. And obviously with you guys, like knowing each other for so long obviously that kind of helped because like it's kind of like what we talked about during the last last podcast you were friends before you became before you started the relationship itself like you got to know each other and then you had that period where you got to know each other on another level right and then it's kind of like what Ricky said like like you saw the values in her like what she was looking for in a person and the same thing with you you saw what values he was looking for a person and that just you know it made it made a heart and now look a beautiful relationship with a beautiful baby named Osita. I also like that you said it's like 
like you made the choice because I feel like a lot of people go with the mentality that like, oh, I'm waiting for God to give me a sign about like, you know, this person or that person. So they're constantly, constantly just like focused on this like mysterious sign that they're like waiting for. And like, you know, the person like already left, like, and they're not like being active upon it. It's like, okay, like, let me get to know them first as friends and then see like, obviously what happens. Yeah. And I also want to give a shout out to Ricky for uh, saying what he just said about how he saw that and you like he, you were like she didn't want to touch my hand. So <laughs> I saw that and was like, okay, I got to work for her. Bruh, bet I got you. I was actually shocked that you said that because most I feel like most guys would have probably been like, like, what's her problem? Like, yeah, like, like maybe like gotten the wrong idea of her like of that action because they could have been like what does she like maybe think she's not like good enough or like you know yeah. like thought bad about it that's true. That, that could be. and like coming from like a um a pastor's kid's background it was great that he wasn't intimidated <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah actually that he was maybe right but that he didn't like back down I guess you know um because that easily could have been the case also you could have been like, nah, get out of my, get out of my house, get out of my church. Bye. <laughs> yeah. so you want to date my girl, my, my daughter? No. <laughs> I mean, I did have a wait though. Yeah. It was yeah. a, it was a wait. But I mean, I feel like that's also normal though. Like when you think about it, like, especially in Hispanic houses, I feel like there's always that wait. Like it's, and it, I'm, I'm kind of happy that you did wait because right. you waited for a moment in which you were both just like mature enough to enter into a relationship like you didn't have to go through that whole you know oh we're in a relationship but we're only 10 years old <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like no I'm like sorry that's not really a relationship if you're 10 I don't think you know yeah. what it means to love someone okay yeah but, um, yeah like you guys were mature enough you you knew what it meant to be in a relationship and you knew what to bring to the plate and you learned to grow together that way versus being 10 and cheering Skittles. Yeah, no. I like to share Skittles. I guess, like individually, like what was your ideal like relationship or like goals you wanted have, and um, like did that change when you guys met each other? Well, I think that's the beauty of talking about all of this before you enter a serious relationship, right? Or, or yeah, with the potential, right? So all of that needs to be laid out. Um, you know how like in, in the world, in the movies, you see how, oh, they talked about marriage and we've only been dating for a year or something like that. That's not how it should be like for Christians. It should be like, yeah, any relationship that I want to enter, I want it to potentially end right in, in the marriage or something like that. Maybe not now, maybe not in a year or two or three, but it's something that that's a goal, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's not embarrassing. That's not like weird for the world it is but not not for us right um so yeah so I think when we talk when we you know wanted to um obviously be serious you know we talked about this like what are what are the goals and also there's things that were kind of unsaid because um we already carried such a similar lifestyle where we were both equally as invested in the church um he already knew my family very well Kind of like the pastoral family dynamic and how intense it can be so i feel like those things just kind of aligned so that means that when we got married it was just like now we're gonna grow 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 in our ministries and what we're doing and also like on 
our careers and all of that, it was always like aiming to do things together. And I think that's why it, it kind of like met um, when we got married and everything, it kind of continued that way. Um, something that we always wanted to do was like, whoa, would it be cool to like go to college together? And like, here we are, you know, like we're at Mason, like who knew like that was going to happen. It was just something that was like something we always yeah. wanted to do. And then it worked out. So, so yeah, the relationship yeah. didn't change. Yeah. So since we both um, had work kind of walking the same for the same goals. So when we started dating, it was the same thing. And yeah. then getting married, it was kind of the same mentality. Yeah. It Everything was like has that just evolved. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a, a different face, but it's, it's the same version yeah. of what it was six years ago. Yeah. Five, uh, seven years ago. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's the same. It, it just keeps getting better and, yeah. and more intimate and more. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Were you guys shocked to like, figure out that you guys had the same mentality or was it kind of just like oh okay like cool or like let's maybe change this or well when we started serving like we were we've been serving for a long time together so I feel like I think we just kind of yeah they just when when you're like I think what what she said was was the what the key was the lifestyle was very close similar so everything kind of doesn't it's like a magnet. It's not opposite. It's not positive and negative. It's actually two that, you know, actually go with each other. They're not pushing away from each other. So even though we're, I, I'm not saying we thought or did everything exactly the same, but since we're doing the same lifestyle, I think that's why everything worked out. Like uh, priorities. Priorities. I think that, yeah, that priorities were close. So, we, I mean, we do think it's cool though. And we're really grateful. There are things yeah. that were like, thank God, we're not so different. Yeah. So yeah, we're really grateful, really grateful. That's good. So going back to like, kind of like Carl's question, but in a church perspective, how is it working together as co-directors in the, in the, um, like, how do you guys deal with like disagreements if you do have any, or just in general, like being co-directors for a ministry? So um, understanding um, our roles. So um for example like rick knows that i kind of oversee certain things and that his input and other things were is my weakness you know um he'll take over and then um like we both have this understanding where if i suggest something you know like he's like yeah like that's a good idea or okay actually i like that but let's adapt it this way and like that's why that's why i think it kind of works out um in terms of like ministry work like we're we're a team and we acknowledge what we're good at, what we're not, you know, and, and support each other in that aspect. So, and I think in terms of disagreements, I don't know if you mean like disagreements, like within the ministry or like, and yeah, like relationship wise. I guess disagreements like within the ministry itself and how does it, how does that impact your relationship? It's kind of like, um, like, you know how it work, like when people work together at work, it's like, oh, at work, we're just co-workers. Outside of work, we're in a relationship. Like we, when once we're at work, it's like focused, full on work, work. Like there's nothing that can, like not even a relationship is, is gonna be like, I guess, um, like the relationship doesn't exist at work versus it being outside of work. We're in this case, a ministry at church. So yeah, no, I don't, definitely don't um, work in, in that mindset. Um, I, for instance, I don't feel what I feel when I'm working my, my secular job. I don't feel that way when I'm working at church. Mm. 
it's a completely different mindset. And I feel like because the goal and the purpose is completely different, I I am doing it. I remember I, I was speaking to you maybe, I don't know if it was yesterday or two days ago, how the purpose of everything that we do is I'm not there to please a human being. I'm, I'm there because I'm grateful. And that's literally the only thing I can give God back, which is serving him and worshiping him. That's the only thing I can give him. So um, my mindset is completely different than, than I'm, when I'm at work, when I'm, you know, doing business, I guess. We, um, we definitely work and, and it's not like she's not my wife. I, I treat her the mm-hmm. same. Uh, and you tell me if I'm, if no, I'm lying, yeah, right? No, you're right. I'm saying like. Um, the same way when we're planning things here in the house, same way we're planning things on the road in the car is the same how we're planning things in person at church. Um, it's, and I feel like a key thing why that we got to that level is because we work with each other before getting married. I think that's one of the key mm-hmm. things. Marriage is so much more than just uh, physical attraction and, you know, you're physically attracted to someone. Is living with someone. Is planning things. It's, uh, you know, logistics and with the household, with the life. Life is, has so much stuff you know, you got going on. So I feel like mm-hmm. that helped us out a lot, working with each other before getting really angry at each other before getting married, that worked a lot because she knew who I, I was and who I am when I get really, really angry. And I, and I know who she is when she's really mad. So all of that- You get mad? Gets mad. You, I mean, I feel like, so when we get into arguments, it's like, they're very, it's very fleeting. It's not like something that lingers or like, you know, you know, but this have, is, yeah. yeah. Oh, but in terms of ministry, ministry, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, like, kind of going back to, like, the question, uh, Layla, you said. Yeah, like what Rick said, that because we've worked before, like, together and all that. Yeah, there's not really uh, disagreements for, like, the ministry because, like I said before, um, we kind of cover each other's, like, weaknesses and support each other's strengths so that um, if I give an input about something, um, he'll, like, take it into consideration, obviously, and, like, really try to, like, apply it um and same I do the same because uh we value each other's like thoughts on things that you know we're not so good at right and I think Mm -hmm. that's what makes it work too honestly that sounds like I don't want to like say it wrong like but like honestly a perfect relationship the fact that you guys can bounce ideas off each other like you just said he sees your weaknesses you see his and together you're able to pull each other up and it's kind of like what we talked about in the last podcast which was you want to find someone in a relationship that can pull you up. Like, and I said this, I was like, sometimes like, say, for example, you're in a funk and you don't feel like getting up early to see online service. You want someone in this case, your significant other to be, they be able to like, be like, Hey, babe, wake up. Like we got to see church. Uh, You can sleep later. Right now we got church. Like that type of stuff. You know what I mean? To kind of help just motivate you, to be honest. And I see that in you guys. Like, you guys do a very good job at motivating each other. And I'm jealous because, see, if there was a male version of you, I'd be so happy, okay? But there's not, so that's that. Oh, well. So our next question is, what do you guys do to strengthen each other spiritually? You slap some with the Bible. Like, actually. Like, physically. You can see it on his back. I I think I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say what I do right and, and, and it may be different from her i think um an opinion that i have is that spiritual life and and your how close you are to god is 
something individual. I'm not I'm just putting an example. When when Christ comes back for his church, the, the Bible says that there are some uh, couples that the significant other is going to go and the other one's going to stay because the relationship is individual. So what I'm trying to say is that what I try to do is I try to do my job and I try to uh, work with my and in myself and I try to um, me to stay connected with God. So I don't influence her in any negative way. Um, so I don't interrupt uh, or I'm not an obstacle with her day-to-day plans. And imagine if I had a bad attitude every time she wanted to go to church, that would make her want to go to church maybe a little bit less because she's like, I want to confront him a little bit less about that every time I, I need to go to church. Just an example, right? Um, so I guess my answer would be I, I try to have my thing, my life and my spiritual life in order, in order so I don't, in, 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 so I don't affect her in a negative way. And, and then when we come together and then obviously we, we find that communion with God together, then there is no, um, how, how would you say that? There's no clash. Yeah. Or, there's no clash like, or just, pull, you know, like into something else. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's how I would, I also see that I want to be there for her uh, as a solid base in case when she's struggling with something, I want her to be able to hold on to me. And I'm hoping that when I'm struggling, that I'm, I can find that strong base on her. So that's kind of what I would, what I do. Yeah. So I can, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. Sometimes like, yeah, everything he said, like, yeah, I second that. And um, just to add, I mean, when something has like something I've read or something speaks to me, I share it with him, you know, or um, I bring it to his attention. Or if there's something I'm like, hey, like, you know, you had this kind of attitude or you kind of had this, you said this, I, I know what you meant, but maybe someone else would take it a different way. Um, so in that sense, I do kind of like bring up certain things like that um, because testimony is really important, right? And testimony is not, especially like if you're leading or if you're known different positions, um, it's important to, to make sure that you present yourself, you know, correctly. And um, so I think that's also something in True. our partnership that's really important is that, well, that. right, we call each other out in private, you know, it's not something you do in public. Yeah. Um, so that's in private so that um, we can better ourselves. It's always about, you know, helping each other improve. So um, in that yeah. aspect, you know, I, I will, you know, say, you know, hey, you know, why'd you say this? Maybe you should thought like this and we'll go over and then, yeah, like it's always, it's always been peaceful. So I'm really thankful for that. Um, yeah just so everybody knows it's not like when she's criticizing me i'm like oh nice give me more no. obviously sometimes i do get a little bit upset yeah um but the mentality is that okay i'm gonna take it and then take the value for it and then work on that and then right. fix it but don't think that i'm like oh i'm right. happy because no one likes yeah no nobody one likes to be, to be called out yeah. i know that about him i know that initially he'll be like he'll be listening and be like right and then you know, and then I dejo. I'm not going to be like pushing, like nagging or being annoying because that's not my job. Right. Um, so I'll like, hey, just by the way, notice this. Maybe you should consider doing this or whatever. And I leave it at that. And then I know he'll think about it and then we'll come, you know, back around. Then he'll be like, yeah, like, I agree with that. I'm going to do it this way and vice versa. You know, he'll tell me also like how I should maybe say something. And I also take that um, definitely into consideration. And I usually follow through because. <laughs> You know, I, I respect his insight also in that aspect. That's good. 
That's like honestly a very good relationship. Like the fact that you guys are able to take each other's criticism and work on it. And like you said, Z, not nagging about it because obviously it goes back to like, again, what we said, you can't change a person. Like they have to them, to them, like by themselves come to that moment in their life or realization where it's like, oh, they have a point. I, that what I just said or what I just did is not correct. I need to change myself. And then that's where you come together because together you can work on it. Right. Yeah. I like how you mentioned that like you don't nag like whenever like you do want to bring something up to them because I've definitely seen that like people either say it to kind of be like spiteful and like to hurt and not actually to like help them like understand and probably grow from it and I mean I don't know if that has to do with like growing up like as Christians or you know like maybe later on in life finding out like I guess finding Christ later on um, but I think that's very important because you never want to like attack your partner because like who knows how they'll take it or if it'll like like leave like a bad taste in their mouth about mm-hmm. like about you and like be like oh maybe I don't want to open or like share this with them and stuff like that. That's yeah, you have to treat others, including your partner, how you want to be treated. So, mm-hmm. um, and anything that will offend him will offend me and if I'm causing that, you know, then I'm only hurting myself too, you know, like essentially. So um, that's, that's really true. Important. Um, how we speak to each other. Um, so I know, like, I remember um, how one time I was like, uh, what's it called when you're like stressed you out or something? Oh. No. And then you're like venting. I was venting. That's the word. I was venting about something. Um, situation that happened I was like oh like why didn't they tell me beforehand you know so stressful blah blah and I don't remember the specific details but I remember you know Ricky wasn't a part of that situation but you know I was venting and um and then he agreed with me he's like yeah like that's so you know consider whatever right and I remember in that moment I was like wait no like I'm venting in this moment but in a moment like it's gonna be whatever right and um I need to be careful with what I say because I don't want in those episodes where I'm venting to influence his perspective on a person or on a situation so that when I when I and I was literally I was like showering when I was like venting and he was like I don't know what he was doing but he was close by and, and like brushing her teeth or something and I remember like literally I was like wait no like that's not okay so I now I'm like super conscious this was a while ago where um like near the beginning of our marriage and I was you know starting to become more conscious of how I say things and it's not something that like oh you have to walk on eggshells not like that but it's being considerate of like the other person um, and how like you can influence each other because you are you are one you know and you don't want to influence them in a, in a bad way um, yeah. from that also stemmed something that we always do is like apologize for anything immediately if we hurt each other's feelings or even if we think we didn't hurt the other person's feelings sometimes like, you know, it might say something in the moment and it might come off offensive. You're like, wait, no, I didn't, I didn't mean it that way, you know? So um, I think that's really important because it should be, your words should be nurturing to your relationship, like, like a plant, right? You know, you want to nurture it and you want to take care of it. And our words are a part of that. So I like it. I was going to call out Carl's for making you vent like that. Carl's, what you do to her? Yeah, we're not going (laughs) to talk about it now. No, that's true. That's for later. That's when we stop recording. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess our next question for you guys is, well, obviously you guys found um, each other, but um, the question is, what are some core 
qualities that people should look for in a significant other. In this case, in our, obviously, in Christianity for us, because obviously for the secular world, they might be different because they don't think the way that we do. Not that you guys aren't them or anything like that. <laughs> A little bit, right? Like um, maybe something to add on some things we've said is uh, our, like your belief. So um, obviously in a Christian Number setting, one. just because, yeah, just because someone's a Christian doesn't automatically mean like, okay, cool. I can check off that box that he's a Christian or she's a Christian. Say it. Yes. What exactly do you believe as a Christian? Because there's a lot of different types of Christians, mm. right? Girl, tell me about it. So yeah. So <laughs> that's important, right? Cause, um, the lifestyle, the Christian lifestyle that you want to see in your home, like your partner needs to exhibit that too. And they're individual life so um i think that's really important that your values and priorities as christians are the same um at least like you know the main things um obviously as individuals you're gonna have different opinions on different things Always. and that's okay yeah. um, but the core yeah. values as christians need to be the same so yeah. you need to go over that if you don't know as a christian what your own core priorities or values are then so put everything yeah. on the table yeah. values wise and then talk about them and another really good thing that i don't think everybody could do it but at least we can um I, I, you guys know that too that i am if i could say negative percent into politics i would say i am negative percent into politics um i really don't care about politics i care about personal growth and i care about growing everybody that's around me so i like i said i don't know if that's a possibility with everybody i'm, I'm not sure if wives and husbands could do that um, maybe there's some people that are really into it and, and that's okay so i would not go into that i would keep the just what does the bible say and do we both agree on that and if you do cool move on you're going to disagree in things yes you are you're different human beings. Um, we come from different places, different nationalities. But that, I think that's core number one, your values. I think that for sure. And I think what you mean, like, in terms of politics, it's like for our situation, it's like that where we both kind of agree on the same thing. And that's just obviously what he's saying is just a stem of different things that you should yeah. um, consider, obviously. Um, if in you, for you that's important, then maybe you know, you need yeah. to make sure that that's not going to be a clash in your household. Right. Um, so um, that's why I said as it, Christians, yeah, do I mean, right. Even Christians. So um, that's not really our vibe. <laughs> so that's something that works for us. It's yeah. not that we don't think it's important because as Christians, we are aware of the situation so that we can continue following God's you know, plan and blah, 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 all of that. Yeah. Check, 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 you know? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's something that I think is what you're saying, right? Like it's important. If it's important to you, then. If it's important yeah. to the person. Yeah. So like if it's, you know, advice of what they should look into, if it's important to you, then that should be something you put in the table. Right. Or anything else that you're really passionate about. Yeah. You, put, you bring all of that into the table. Yeah. Because that's, um, it's, it's definitely going to clash in the future. Yeah. So any other core, uh, core things? While you think about it, um, I wanted to touch on that topic because I love that you said that, mostly because obviously given the, like the situation that just happened, the whole presidency and stuff, um, we obviously went through that. Like, oh, at least I went through that. And Carlos, you were kind of, I might have dragged you into it. Um, but we went through that in not any like what, romantic relationship type of way, but like a 
friendship relationship type of way where I might have gotten too carried, and I admit it, like I admit I got too carried away into politics. And we have to keep in mind that at the end of the day, and pastors, the one that made me realize this is I'm not really going towards Democratic or Republican, right? I'm neither, to be honest. I'm going towards something that's going to bring peace. That's what I want. I want peace. And that's what God wants. God wants peace. And that's literally what our mentality as Christians should be, seeking peace. And I'm not trying to get into the whole politics thing. I'm just saying how that in itself can honestly put damage into someone's relationship. And in this case, a friendship, because uh, because of my actions, I ended up losing a friend. And I mean, I don't like, I, mean, I didn't lose a friend, but like, it wasn't good. Like, if that makes sense, like it, I, I was put in a very bad position with her and then she was put in a very bad position with me and it came to the morality. It's like, I had to talk to someone about it in this case, obviously that's when Carl's came into play. And, and then I did it on the worst place ever. Y'all don't, do not vent on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> That's literally a public B. Um, like, no, like if, if honestly, there's so many better ways to handle it. And if we're talking about politics in that case, do what any mature adult person would do. Not what I did. <laughs> like reach out to the person and say, Hey, you want to go for a cup of coffee? Let's go to Starbucks and talk about it. Don't just let it all out there in public for the rest of the world to see because at the, end, at the end of the day like it's not really a christian value that you're portraying like you're not doing what a godly person would do like at this point you're arguing with another sister in christ about something that has that's honestly not even related with god at the end of the day it's like at the end of the day to be honest we should be fighting for god like let's just leave it at that politics aside let's like just throw that out the window like we don't sorry like and that's just, it took me a while to realize that. And it wasn't until I had that conversation with a pastor. And also Ricky had something to do with it too, because I remember you literally said to us, um, it was between the lines of, uh, you don't, um, you don't even know what I believe in, like in my beliefs, like that type of thing. And I was like, that's true. I don't know what you believe in, but I know you're an incredible person. Like, obviously, I mean, if Z chose you, you're an incredible person. So I'm just, you know, you're welcome. <laughs> like, no. um, but obviously it, the fact that you said that to me was like, that's so true. I, I don't know who you voted for. I don't know what your thoughts are, but you're an awesome person. You're super nice. I've seen that you're literally my director in, my, in the ministry that we serve in. And I, there's no reason for me to not like you. So why bring politics into it and make that the core decision why I shouldn't like a person, if that makes sense. Because we mistake thinking that, um, you know, politics are an identity. It's not an identity and it should never be taken as such. So um, yeah, that's why we're saying like, you know, making sure that that, also, that little branch in that aspect is also Put not. On the table when you, yeah. When you're looking right. For something serious. Yeah. Sorry. I kind of wanted to take it back to when you said like laying everything out, like on the table for like, you know, if whether you're in a relationship or not um do you think it's important to do it as they're like I guess in that friend state like oh it's, he's just like a friend of mine but maybe like you said like a potential or should they wait till they actually like maybe go on a few dates and stuff like that I think it should never stop um until like yeah I don't think it should ever stop um like if you're friends first, there's things that you're going to learn as friends, right? Like 
what they think, what perspective they have on this, on that. Um, and like, once you're in a relationship, then you see it in an even different perspective, right? Angle, you ask them, you know, um, their thoughts on things and you get into even more like in depth, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, so I feel like it's a learning process that shouldn't end um, about each, about the other person. And um, because you can be engaged and you learn something and you're like, whoa, I, I didn't know this before. And we've been dating for two years. I, this could be a deal breaker, you know? So I feel like it's having that open conversation is so important even to the end. Cause I know of someone who was in that position and it, it just, they were just going in different directions in their life and that so, was it. Yeah. yeah. Um, to answer my opinion directly to her question, I would say once you see things to start getting serious. Mm. Um, right. Like in terms it, of like merit, like how you want it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, yeah then you sure. should definitely bring a couple of things. Uh, and, and, and I, I always, I still till, till this day, I do this with her. I tell her, Hey, next week, let's have a little serious talk, a little serious time yeah. uh, at night after work. So we both come in uh, with, with the mindset, like right now we're gonna you know, try to talk a little bit serious about something, discuss something. Usually we'll talk about yeah. like, that's what I mean, like it's never ending because we're still doing it where um, like he'll be like, okay, let's talk, let's meet up. And we're talking all the time, but let's, like you said, let's meet and talk about Usually we're talking about, okay, what are our goals for like this coming, you know, year, or even we split it up by semesters. Um, what do we need to accomplish? Like as a family, like, you know, married couple, all of that. So you set, you set the tone is going to be different for that conversation. Yeah. And then you can bring certain things that you want to talk. So yeah. again, you wouldn't do it with a regular friend. Cause what the heck you yeah. don't do that. And yeah. you don't need to know your regular friends that deep, honestly. Mm. But if you are looking like, yo, this guy, he's a, he's potential. a potential, <laughs> he's, a, he's a potential, then yeah, you bring all these things. You bring them, hey, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Like you bring deep stuff, like stuff that you wouldn't talk with regular friends. And, and that conversation is going to lead you to pretty funny stuff. So what if they're like, oh, I see myself in, in California in 10 years. You're going to be like, what? So stuff like that. So definitely not in your friend, uh, friend stage, but once you see that it's a potential, yeah. then might as well just see if it's worth it or not and, yeah. and, and get that over with. Yeah. That's mm. why like every stage, you know, like when you're friends, you're going to learn something about each other. And then when yeah. you're like dating, it's going to be like more in depth. And then, you know. And especially, sorry, now that we're older, then those conversations, they, they shouldn't be old fashioned or, or looked at like, are you like, oh, you're already thinking about that stuff? If that's how the person reacts, then that's already a sign that then that's not a potential. Like that potential should at be- At least in our opinion. At least in our opinion. Should be looking into, hey, it's cool that we sit down and like, we let's talk. Let's see who we really are. I know I said a lot, but I'm sorry. Hopefully no, I that was actually good. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to keep this next part, but like, what are some red flags that like you guys think that like, I guess as Christians that we should kind of be like, cause I know you were like, Oh, if they get like, kind of like, Oh, why is she asking that? Like all of a sudden, like that should be like a warning, I guess. I think if someone's afraid of like marriage as a Christian and they're dating, that's a red flag because why are you dating as a Christian? Like, 
you know, like, are you just trying to get intimate with someone? Um, and then you cross a line, right, into sin? Like, is, you know, right, what I mean? So I think that's a red flag, a Christian that doesn't, that is scared of marriage um, and wants to date, so, right? Because that doesn't go. I think the, uh, for me, at yeah. least, yeah. one here would be one flag, and which is if you guys are looking at completely different uh, end games. Mm -hmm. So you both are comparing your roads. Mm -hmm. And if what, what's at the end of your road is an ocean and what's at the end of his road is a desert, then that's a flag, the only flag they should be looking at because that means you guys seriously don't think the same way at all. Like, right. Not goals, not beliefs, not lifestyles, nothing. So, I think that will be my only red or flag. like calling, you know, because yeah. like if, um, right, if they're like, oh, I want to be a missionary in um, some country, you know, which and is you're amazing, like, which but is, is great. That you, the end of but your road. Do you want like now? You're thinking to yourself, do I want to do that, or is that the life that I want? Maybe not, but you know. So like, I think those are red flags. Anything that just doesn't um doesn't match essentially because mm -hmm. that's yeah don't get into it because <laughs> even if he's really it's handsome not, it's not worth it yeah even if he's pretty uh, what else i would say um like serving with someone really helps you see kind of how they are um and how they treat people um because when you're serving you know you're serving the lord but you're serving people too like directly so you need to love them the way god loves them and have patience and understanding you know um being responsible for something for a job essentially that you're not getting paid for um so i think that that's something that you can really um you should do and like you can see a bunch of red flags in someone through just doing that like when you're serving together or doing something it can be like a volunteer job anywhere um, anything that you have to work towards, like together, I think, yeah, for sure, you can see a lot of stuff. Um, Our last question for you guys is, what is your advice for those who are still single or are feeling like, oh, like I'm already like maybe like older, like maybe God doesn't have someone like out there for me, and they're like, I guess, in that mentality of like giving up, like, oh, I'm gonna stay single forever. You're like, I feel like if, if they want a, if the person wants a relationship and they're feeling like decepcionados, like let down or like, you know, discouraged, um, maybe kind of going back to how we started this whole Q&A, which is like to your choices, right? So what are you actively doing to try to meet new people? Um, are you doing anything or are you just something? Oh, I really want to, I want to meet someone and then you're not really doing anything about it. So um, expand your Christian friend group, right? Um, don't always go into things thinking like, oh, I'm going to date her, I'm going to date her, you know, him or whatever. Um, go into it just like expanding your Christian friend group. And how can you do that? Um, go to Christian events, ask um, whoever, if you're going to church, you know, see if there's any events that you can support in to uh, connect with another church or something like that. Um, Stuff like that, um, going to Christian concerts, you know, or stuff like, you know, anything that can expand your friend group. If you're in college, uh, maybe a, I don't know, like a club or something, a Christian club that can expand your friend group. Um, I, I know like in the past, like at, when we were like teenagers um, and like early 20s, I remember there were like people who 
would kind of at church would kind of be seeking like who's there who could be their future wife and that mentality really doesn't lead you to anywhere if that's all you're after you know if you're like constantly like okay could this be it could this be it you know like no like you know let's take your time right and I know it can be frustrating we got married at 23 so I know someone might be like oh well you guys are like you know you're already set um but I think we have people in our friend circles who we know are going you know are in the same boat right um but I think it goes to expanding your friend groups um praying that like I said in the other podcast like for peace if it's something that's really really bothering you in your heart um like pray for peace, right? Be like, God, I've been doing this. I've been doing that. And I haven't found like someone, is it me? Like, do I still need to work on myself? Right. Um, so I think in that, in that aspect, it's, it's important to pray for that. Um, yeah, definitely support the, just get involved in, in certain in local stuff that's Christian. Yeah. Uh, I know where we are, there's a lot of like David's tent down in DC. There's a lot of Community stuff. Maybe right now it's on pause because of COVID, and I understand. But um, you know, if you are looking for, if you feel a void, pray for it for sure. Pray for it so God can. If you're burning a little bit. The Bible says if you're burning a little bit, get married. Yeah, like if you're so, like, you know, I before you sin, yeah. you know, pray for it. Um, yeah. And and like she said, get involved. And when you're involved, when you're working in places, people that are there are because they have to at some level believe the same things that you do and they want to be there too and and then you start uh, have making more friends and then maybe you like someone there and then that's that's how things spark so i would say definitely getting involved in in as many christian activities that you can find in your local area um don't expect some flanking light to tell you like this is the chosen one for you you know like like how we said in the beginning it's your choice so if you're not actively looking for places where you can make those choices then i mean i don't really know how you're going to find someone you know so so what you're telling me is i have to get up and actually go out to find a guy (laughs) yes expand christian friend group he's not coming to your house (laughs) what that requires physical activity and i can't (laughs) do that okay (laughs) in our situation you literally came from another country to dude the church. <laughs> that is so true. Dude, you traveled for her. You traveled miles. We always go into like this, like um the like yeah, the like, down the well. I don't know what it would be called. Speculate. Of like of like, oh my gosh, what if your parents hadn't come? Or what if your cousins weren't attending our church? You know, like there would have never been you, you know, we're like I, no, I feel like God somehow would have managed a way to bring you guys together like whether it be through maybe school like maybe Ricky was like that lucky person that got a scholarship to go to GMU you know you you never know like I don't know anything like literally like you never know I feel like somehow he would have ended up he's like bro you would have been one of the people that came walking okay and like actually came in here like an illegal immigrant and was like "Mm." and then do you be giving papers like I don't know something like that yeah no yeah and that in that aspect like we do see how like oh god thank you for like putting him in my path and stuff like that because we still like yeah it's it's like I feel like it's like that because we don't believe in coincidence either but we do believe in in obviously having the freedom to choose so free will yeah 
free will, right? So I think it's it's a really beautiful balance when you're able to do it, choose wisely, right? That's when it could be a nice balance. Well, I hope y'all took notes because I for sure did. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really hope you guys took notes from this. I honestly, I know I did. I, I took a lot of notes because there's a couple of things that I didn't think about, like that come into play when you're joining like or getting in a relationship, like what you just said, working together in a ministry. It's true. Like you get to work together with the person one, you're with the person on the first place. So, hey, why not spend more time together? <laughs> wink, wink. Um, and two, <laughs> you like you get to actually get to know that person like how does this person work like is this person that kind of person that takes advice from other people is this person that doesn't take advice is this person like a type of person that has no patience like what kind of person is this person so I really love the fact that you guys mentioned that because I never thought about that I thought like maybe thinking out like you know kind of like what we talked about like going out and just like getting to know them outside of like, not church, but like outside of like in that temple itself. Um, but yeah, I love that you said that. Carl, I don't know if you took anything away from this. For me, it was like the goal thing when you said like, are you here? And they're still like back here. Like, I don't know why it never like fully crossed my mind. Cause I thought that's something like, oh, like once you're married, you'll develop that. Like yeah. I never like, I guess realize that like oh maybe you should set those beforehand that way you know like okay do you have the same mentality to like like better yourself or are you just like satisfied with like whatever you have and the whole thing that like you said you, like once I don't know if I don't remember if you said like once a month or like you'll just randomly meet one day and be like hey let's talk about like you know whatever is going on and I think that's very important because I've seen a lot of couples like whether they're like older couples married for years or like you know just starting out but like where they legit well their version of talking is screaming at each other and like just saying the like worst things ever to each other and the next day they'll act like oh everything's cool like and I'm like no like you gotta I guess not let it build up but also know like I guess that boundaries where it's like you guys got to respect each other. Even in a married couple, I know people are like, sometimes, I, I mean, I still say like, please and thank you. Like, we're not like, give me that, you know, <laughs> you know, give me that there, you know, like we always try to make sure that we speak to each other and, and, and love. And, and all those things are shown when you're dating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- when we got married, it's not like I turned into a different guy when after the day we got married. And, and I've heard of people that have that, that happens, yeah. but that's because you never worked with that person. You never spent time outside of dating at the movies, yeah. uh, going to the park, or you're hanging out with other people, but you never alone together, working together, planning together, arguing together. And then they, it turns out you married someone that you didn't even know. Yeah. And you guys know I'm not making that up. Like I know I've heard of people finding that out. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that and people are always stuck in this like honeymoon phase where even when it's just some dating or starting a date, because like obviously they're going to be so wonderful, nice, like yeah, do all these things above and beyond in order to obviously keep their relationship going. But then for some reason, they kind of keep that mentality of, oh, this is who the person is and like ignore like all the bad qualities that they have. Yeah. And it's it sucks like that people actually do that. Yeah. yeah. And and so and none of that goes away, like finding and, and fitting and and 
Uh, marriage is also about what's that word when you give in, not fully, but you compromising. Compromising. That's the perfect word. Find someone that was able to compromise. If you're dating someone who he wants a burger, but you want pizza that day and he won't give up that burger, <laughs> that's what your life is going to be like with every choice. Every decision. Every, every decision. I'm, I'm, serious. I'm serious about this. Yeah. I remember telling a friend that recently. If you argue with the girl so hard every time you're about to go eat, imagine buying a house, imagine buying a car, imagine deciding where your kids are going to go to school. That's true. It's like, look at those little things and upscale them and see them in a bigger picture. So if you have a guy who doesn't open the door for you just because he's trying to like, you know, it's not like I I still open the door for her now. I don't. But if I did when we were dating, it's like, oh, he was a really sweet guy. So yeah, he's 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 he's, he's doing he's being a little extra. So look for people that are, mm. that are being a little extra because that's if they're not like that when you're dating, then yeah, the yeah. thoughtfulness, yeah, it's not yeah. gonna be like that. For instance, she loved my mom since before. So oh, I didn't say that. That's a sign. I was like, that's my wife. She, <laughs> the, uh, um, she's affectionate and she shows that she cares about my parents like that's it that's like that's that's awesome so those things um always keep keep a look out for those things I think that's important because I've met people who like hate their in-laws or like the in-laws like don't want anything to do with like them and it's just like oh that's so awkward especially like during the holidays or something yeah so yeah oh no I hope I can get along with my in-laws I know if they're christian or not christian but it's just they have like a bad relationship with like your partner or whatever um that's something that you know it sucks because family issues always suck um but, but those are independent those are it, independent it's independent too. at the end of the day yeah because your partner you're, you're building a life you're event. a new family yeah you're a new family right you're not you're no longer your 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 dad's or your wife's dad's yeah uh, you know what I mean, not just right. uh, they're, they're, Yeah, you leave your parents, you become one. And... The Bible says that you you leave the nest basically in your yeah. one family. So we're grateful that in our case, it was like that. Um, but if it's not that case, then don't worry. As long as everything we said prior about the person yeah. is good, then yeah. The in-laws was just, I guess, funny. That, that she loved yeah. my mom. So <laughs> yeah. prerequisite. Yeah. I mean, that's cute. I'm sorry. Your mom is cute in general. So I'm like, uh, to we be love honest, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> love your mom. I'm like, she's so fun. I love her. Dude. Thank you for joining today's podcast. I hope you guys were able to take some notes out of it. I know Carl's and I were definitely able to take some notes. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you, Z, for being able to just open yourself up and giving us some wisdom on what to look for in a relationship. And for also letting us know the little details in your relationship i know not a lot of people like to share that information but we're very grateful that you are willing to give us a little insight and yeah thank you thank you guys. okay Bye. Bye. thank you